friends, and welcome to Where Should We Eat podcast. I am your host, Jacqueline Marfuji Caprio, and I hope you're having a great week. I know it's only Tuesday, or whatever day it is when you're listening to this, actually, but I just hope you're having a great week. I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for supporting the podcast and listening to our first two episodes, with which dropped, if you haven't already, it's Danny Jensen, Francisco Ramos. They're so informative. They're so delightful and just fun to listen to. And I think you are going to be obsessed with the episode you're about to hear. I will let you get right to it. I interviewed Jamie Lynn from the Jamie All Over podcast. And she's fellow Jersey girl, guys. So we get sassy. It happens. Uh, She also is a vegan. So we talk about a lot of delicious vegan cooking, which I didn't know that much about. Jamie drops a lot of knowledge about vegan restaurants and just really good products that she loves. And she's also an emo girl. So we talk some emo concerts and she gives really great advice about friendships, friendship breakups. And you have to stay tuned until the end because she gives us a quote from Dale Carnegie, the author of How to Win Friends and Influence People. I loved what she said and the tip that she gave us. So yeah, enjoy Jamie. Uh, She actually was my first guest that I recorded with, and it just so happens that she is the third episode. Uh, She named you guys. She named you Paisans. It's a really fun moment within the pod. So you'll hear it. I, um, but yeah, she was awesome. And this pod is, it's evolving and I love hearing from you. I got requests about restaurants in the Valley. Um, for those of you that don't live in Los Angeles, the Valley is like studio city, Glendale, you know, over the hill. Um, but we're also going to do episodes about the East Coast, about Austin. I have an Italy trip coming up, so there's definitely going to be more Italy stuff. And I'm really excited because I'm going to EatsCon this weekend, and it's a big food convention. So I will, I'll be reporting back to you guys about that. Uh, and yeah, thank you. Please share with your friends. Let them know that this is a really fun place to not just hear people give advice and talk about life, but also get some tips on where to go eat. I have had this conversation with people all week. I mean, it just keeps coming up. And now because of this podcast, we like laugh at each other and we say, where should we eat? Because it legitimately is something that comes up all the time. So yeah, I hope you guys um, are learning some stuff too and just laughing and getting to relax and chill out with me and my guests. So thank you for supporting Where Should We Eat? Please, please, please rate five stars, review, keep it nice, and subscribe so you can get updates whenever a new episode drops and share with your friends and also support Connected Podcast, the network that we're on. And um, again, please reach out. Our email is WSWE podcast at gmail.com. So that's how you can get in touch with me. And you can follow me at Jacqueline Marfuji on Instagram and all the other social media platforms. So guys, 
I hope I hope you're ready to indulge. We were drinking rosé during this podcast, so I recommend grabbing some rosé or a glass of Prosecco or kombucha or just whatever you like to relax to while you're at home and sip along with Jamie Lynn and I on Where Should We Eat? Today, my guest, she is a co-owner of Sugar Taco, a vegan-friendly, fabulous restaurant all over LA. You have a few locations. We have two. You have two. One is upcoming, so we'll have three soon. Yes, yes. She's a former co-host of Shenanigans Podcast, the the actual host of Jamie All Over Podcast, and I think this is your most important credit, a Jersey girl. Yes, in the house. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Jamie Lynn, thank you so much for being Thank you for having me. It's been so long since we've actually seen each other in person. It can't be the party bus situation. We had to have seen each other after that. I feel like it. So Jamie kidnapped me. Um. (laughs) Off of Sunset Boulevard, no less. It was like the best kidnapping ever. The only good kidnapping I think that exists. I have questions about this kidnapping. If we could get to that really quickly. (laughs) It's always haunted me. Oh, no. Not haunted, but I've always had a question. Yes. So... What happened was it was my birthday party and we, I had a big party bus mm-hmm. and we had stopped at Pink Taco on Sunset oh, yeah. for some drinks. I don't know if we ate, whatever. So we're walking out to get on the, probably not, <laughs> <laughs> to get onto the party bus to go to emo night. And I was DJing emo night that night. Yes. And so as we're all walking from Pink Taco onto the bus, Jacqueline comes walking by. I don't know you at this point, nope. but Rachel O'Brien, who was one of my guests saw you and she's like, what are you doing? Get on the bus. And the coolest thing that ever happened to me is that Jacqueline got on the bus (laughs) and I'm like, okay, this girl is like one of my favorite people ever because like how spontaneous is that? But then it got me thinking and Mm -hmm. I'm like, did Rachel tell you to come or were you really just walking by at the right time? I love it. Your reality TV brain is like, wait a second, was this a produced kidnapping? I'm confused. I want to believe that it was a real kidnapping. <laughs> it was a totally real kidnapping. Yes. I literally was walking, I think I was walking home from like the comedy store. I think okay. I had been like doing a mic or a show or something and it just was kismet because I was also with Gabby Conti. Who she, I host on Hollywire. I her. hear her name all the time. Yes. I do, I've never met her. She's in orbit. You should have her on Jamie Oliver. I would love She's to. A dating expert. Amazing. Um, I, I need that. And also, sign my, me up. One of my favorite people to look at menus with, which is wonderful. Amazing. Um, yeah, that night was absolutely epic. I love that you love emo nights, which I feel like <sighs> is so on trend right now. I was the first. You were the first. I, I think I started the trend. I really do. Um, because I was like that weird emo girl, and none of my friends even knew the music. They didn't want to listen to it, and I forced it down their throats. I forced it on that party bus. 100%. That's all we listened to was Panic at the Disco, Fall Out Boy, and before it was cool. My Chemical Romance, before it was cool. I mean, I, I suppose Emo Night LA had a little bit to do with it as well. It became yes. this really fun event, but... I, I've been liking it since 2003. Oh my so. gosh, look at you. Hey now, do you know I was in a, po- a punk rock band? No. Yes, I mean, it wasn't, is that like emo? Well, pop-ish. Yeah, yes. Like, it then rolls into like pop punk, which is a separate a derivative. entity. It's, it's yeah. a whole thing. Yeah, we were called High Risk. It was very short. Sing me a song. Me. Oh my gosh. Do you remember? <laughs> Give me a hey, lyric. Skater, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I like literally like, wait, 
say Britney Spears, get out of my head. <laughs> Britney Spears, Jacqueline's version of Britney Spears doing Avril Lavigne. Oh, that could be a whole album. Let's do it. Um, you know what we should do, Jamie? What? First, we need to cheers. Salud. Yes, cheers to Salud. your new venture. No, so excited for you. Guess on where should we eat? Yay! I love it. Salud to everyone listening. I hope you're having a, a fabulous cocktail or mocktail or a glass of prosecco. Um, and also salute to uh, everything you're doing. Jamie is moving, okay. guys. I'm moving, it's opening a re- two restaurants. Just craziness. Cheers. All right. Thank you for bringing up restaurants because, mm. as you know, my love language is menus. And my first question for Jamie is, Jamie, where should we eat? We need to know your favorite spot. Okay. Well, first of all, let me apologize because I'm a vegan. And I- <laughs> <laughs> so I'm... I can recommend non-vegan places too, because I did live in New York City and you know there's the best food is in New York City. Obviously. But I have to obviously start with the vegan places and I'm sorry. Oh my gosh, don't apologize. (laughs) First of all, we're gonna talk about bad vegan. Second of all, (laughs) I am all about the vegan right now. It's great. I also used to call my What's Your Jersey podcast listeners meatballs. I know. I I feel like we're like nemesis. (laughs) Nemesi, what's the plural of that? We're very two different villains from a different universe. Both ends of the spectrum here. No, but I always used to say meatballs. You can be vegan. We have vegan meatballs. I actually have them in the fridge. Do you? I do. Okay. I had the best vegan meatballs. It wasn't at a restaurant, but it was by Jojo, who is the twerking server at TomTom. I don't know if you know Jojo. No, I do not. You need to know Jojo. Jojo. So Sheena had a party at her place. (gasps) Oh my God. And it was like, I think it was for the season premiere of this season of Vanderpump Rules. And she was like, we're doing a potluck. Everybody bring something. And all of a sudden, this beautiful, like, you know, those big pasta bowls that... Ugh, you know, with the talk dirty. To yes. Me. <laughs> it was filled with big meatballs. I'm like, there's no way that's vegan. All the vegan meatballs are like this big, you know? Uh-huh. She's like, no, they're homemade. He made homemade vegan meatballs. I not only ate probably like three or four there yes. this yes. big, but then like she let me take them all home too. Cause I was the only vegan there. Oh my God. And like, I don't know what made him make vegan meatballs. Cause you. I don't think he's vegan and I don't, I don't know, but it was Fucking fan. I need they to get the recipe. Really good. I need I'm gonna get the recipe from him and I will send it to you. you. We you will can post it post with this it. podcast. It, so, it tasted like my grandma's meatballs and like that is so so impossible. Yeah, no, it's, no, I mean impossible for me because I unfortunately never met my grandma Jerry and her meatballs were probably the best meatballs on the planet. But everyone's uh, grandmas. Right? Are, everyone's right? Grandmas. <laughs> I know. I want to open up a restaurant called Jerry's. Oh yes. <laughs> with a G. Um yeah, no, I, I love a vegan meatball. I really do. I respect it. So please, no shit. What kind do you have in your freezer? Um Guys, you're going to judge me. You're going to judge me really hard right now. I have Trader Joe's mm. guiltless meatballs in there. I really do. You know, they're. I think I had them, and I think they're pretty good. Yeah, they're not bad. I haven't really liked any of the other ones that I've tried so far. I think I, I tried Gardein, and it was like, eh. And they're just, eh, Yeah. Not so good. Nothing hits the spot. I but... mean, I dump, like, Rayo sauce on them. <laughs> So if I don't have time hold, to make my own. Hold on. <laughs> you use jar sauce? <laughs> oh my God, I'm revealing way too much on yeah, this. I'm, since I've been in California, I use jar sauce too. And I still like to judge people. As long yeah. as it's Rayo's, it's okay. It's if okay. it's anything, it, like you're not going to use like... 
Prego. Or ragu. Oh Fuck you God. with your Prego. Yeah. That is not sauce. Oh, I just <laughs> died a little bit on the inside. For anyone that's using Prego and ragu, maybe don't. Um, Stop. I really want to try Caroline D'Amore's um, pizza girl sauce. You know, I saw her on the hills. Yeah. I saw her, you know, pitching all of that. And I did get interested. I don't, where does she sell it? I don't even know where to get Guys, it. Guys, it's at Gelson's. This is not an yeah. app. This is not, oh, but it can be, Caroline. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, I just love her dad. I, I don't know if you've been to the DeMore's Pizza in Malibu. I haven't. He's, I, whenever I've been there, he's been there. So, like, that was exciting. Aww. Oh, my God. I'm like, Guys, I need a sip of rosé. Rosé break. Rosé break. Um, he's awesome. Anyway, I want to know where should we eat? No shade okay. to vegans. Well, I mean, obviously I'm going to come on here and have to talk about my own restaurant. Obviously. I'm sorry. I know how disgusting that is. No, it's not. <laughs> oh but I, I will give you guys other options too. Okay, okay, cool. But yeah, I feel bad. Like, I don't want to just come on and say like, just go to Sugar Taco. No, but it's but- phenomenal. Everyone loves it. I do, I love it. It's amazing. Right? And you know what's funny is like I kind of have gotten used to it. And so then like I'll go somewhere else and have vegan tacos okay. or vegan Mexican. And I no shade, but shade. And I'm like, this is gross. And then I'm like, now I get why people rave about sugar taco because I've kind of gotten used to like that standard. Okay. And like I said, so when I have others, I'm just like, this is disgusting. So I I get the people who say like vegan food is gross. Okay. It's just because you haven't had good vegan food. So what we do is like our chef, he, he has Mexican heritage. He brought all of his like family recipes from Mexico mm-hmm. and he just converted it using plant-based protein. So it's all marinated the same way that you would marinate any other meat. So you can go in there and like there's meat eaters that come in there and they don't even know that it's not meat. So we have carne asada, we have carnitas, we have chicken, and we have fish tacos. And I always bring meat eaters there and they're blown away. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I recently went to a dinner at a place. I will not say the name, but maybe it might mean thank you, mom. Um, I knew you were going to say gracias madre. I've already, I've, uh, they're going to hate me. I'm like enemy number one to them right now because I've already said on my podcast, I don't like their food. And I think that their atmosphere is gorgeous. Oh, it's stunning. I'm not going to lie. The skinny margarita I had just felt like margarita mix. I was like, there's no tequila in this. But I I came home and my face was four times the size that it normally is. Like, oh, no. I just felt like everything was very, very salty. Like, I, I couldn't taste any flavors. And I was there like... There is no flavor. Yeah. That's the problem. Thank you. Sorry, There's no, oh, We're so sorry. Yeah, it's adorable. I'll have drinks there. <laughs> it's very um, cute. But, like, maybe just straight up tequila. But also what's annoying is they only have tequila. Yes! Which, like... Or um, wine. Do they have wine? They have I don't wine. Even, are you they sure? Wine, which I okay. discovered after I was like, this isn't really good. And they're like, we have wine. And I was like, oh, okay, fine. Okay. I, I thought it was only tequila. No. I didn't know they had wine. But like, if you have a liquor license, why not take advantage of that and have everything? You're not just going to have a te- uh, liquor license and only have tequila. Like, why are you eliminating a huge customer base that does not drink tequila. Like, I get it. If you can only have wine at your restaurant, then, like, only have wine. Yes. that's a different license. But, I mean, everyone at the table wanted vodka. There you go. And we were all just disappointed. I mean, I love tequila, I love vodka, and I love wine. I wonder if they truly do only have a beer and wine license because there's some tequila, um, insider secret here, that (laughs) if it's 
fermented tequila, then it falls under the category of beer and wine. Oh. I, I wonder if they ha- they only have that license. I think you just cracked the code. Maybe that's why. That might be why. What's your favorite thing to eat at Sugar Taco? We okay. need to know. First off is the loaded fries. Oh, I didn't even know that was a thing. Okay. They're seasoned fries <gasps> and then just everything is piled on. So you've got the onions, black beans, pico, guacamole, queso. You can put some sour cream on it. Oh my God, I'm hungry. It's so, oh my gosh, I've had a so delicious. <laughs> and then you can choose what protein of ours that you can put on. I usually go with the carne asada, okay. which is made from seitan. Um, and that comes from wheat because I'm, I'm like, sure you don't know, know what that is. is. <laughs> uh, but our carnitas comes from jackfruit. You've probably heard that. That's yes. kind of like a buzzword. I now. had a carnitas jackfruit. Uh, thank you, mom. Um, <laughs> and it was just, it wasn't the mm, best. Ours are amazing. <laughs> uh, our, here's the thing. I've never thought to put our fish protein, which is uh, just tofu, and it's yeah. like seasoned and breaded and fried, and it tastes like fish. It's like not fishy fishy, but like it tastes like like a, a nice, refreshing fish taco. Like it shouldn't taste – like you don't want that fish taste, if that makes Absolutely sense. Absolutely not. Never want nope. nope. <laughs> So it's, it's perfect, and it's light, and it's refreshing, but I've never actually had that protein on the loaded fries, and I'm like, can we do that? I'm sure we can. Yeah. Just, like put the breaded tofu on there. So that's like – that's on my list to try. Okay. I have this thing where I like, I want to create a secret menu of like things like you should. that. Everyone <laughs> wants to feel cool and like VIP. Right. Because we always have these monthly specials. So we'll partner with a different brand. Okay. Um, so we partnered once with Daring. They make chicken. It's like plant-based chicken. Okay. And it's everywhere. Whole Foods, no matter where you look, they have it in the freezer. But we partnered with them and we did fried chicken tacos. Oh and my they were gosh. phenomenal. We breaded, we used their chicken, but we breaded it ourselves. We used our own mix and, you know, fried it, did it all ourselves. It was so good. There was like a coleslaw on top and a red cabbage. And I miss them. And every time we have a Can monthly special, this is what I, I want to do a secret menu with all of our monthly specials that, that they're not really gone. We had flautas. Do you know what that is? No. It's like a fried rolled up taco. Okay. It's kind of like a taquito, if you've heard of that. Yeah. So a flauta is made with a flour cor- flour tortilla, and a taquito is made with a corn tortilla. So that's the difference. But Got it. they're rolled up, and then they're fried. So we had these flautas, and we did our chicken protein, which is made from soy. And we then dipped the ends in this, like, lime aioli. Oh, my god! And then crushed up taquitos. Not taquitos, sorry. Takis. Which are like uh, uh, the, the really chips, spicy chips. Spicy chips. I know the purple bag. The blue. Oh, it's but blue. Okay, we didn't sorry. do we didn't do sorry. the blue ones. We did the orange ones. They kind of look like Cheetos, I yeah. guess. I don't know. But we crushed them up and we put them on the ends of these flautas. Okay. Probably the best thing I've ever tasted in my life. And they were only they were our September special. I know the month because I love <laughs> it was it. a life changing delicacy in my mouth i love someone that's as passionate about food (laughs) as i am where like it will change the course of your life yes and so since september i've been really like advocating to get it back so i want to do a secret menu and put them back on oh my gosh well you know my love language is reading menus so i would if you need help with the menu if you need anything i am there i think we should do a secret like italian taco with like little like meatballs on it let's do that okay well the jacqueline marfucci special thank you so much i actually had this idea this morning i was like we should um nobody steal this okay fine you could steal it (laughs) we should like 
you know what? Craig's already did it with Tinks with the with their uh, vegan ice cream dessert oh, special. It's so good. I love that idea of like you know collabing with other people who are mm-hmm. outside of the industry and having them come up with a menu like item fun stuff i feel like people yeah. are here for it every time i'm at craig's at, there's like a million tanks like mm-hmm. martini ice cream sundaes going around i always get it it mm-hmm. just sparks joy pun intended there literally are sparklers that come out with it the, fir- <laughs> the first and only time i had it was a night that we went out it was sheena it was right after she got engaged it was sheena brock raquel ariana me i think that was it and she want you know there were paparazzi out out front and it, they there always are. they're always and they they were the ones that got the first photos of her engagement ring oh, so it. that we were celebrating her engagement that night oh, oh and james was there too james kennedy so we're celebrating and we didn't even like order this and they just brought it over and i'm like oh i guess i can't eat that and they're like here this is made with vegan ice cream and vegan brownies i'm like <sighs> what (laughs) amazing i can actually partake in this dessert with everybody and it's so good and that's really good things that's great about craig's again not sponsored but we'll take it um is they have so many vegan options well this is a perfect segue because they're my next they're the ones (laughs) that i was going to recommend that if you're in la and you have some vegan friends or you want to try vegan but not the entire group Mm -hmm. wants vegan it's the perfect combination because they have a vegan menu my favorites on that would be the chicken parm and the uh spaghetti squash oh it's so good so good we used to go Kristen Doty always used to get like all the vegan stuff and that was the first person that opened my eyes to like Mm. vegan items yeah yes that's crazy okay so Craig's LA yeah if you have some vegan friends you might not be vegan you might want a steak you might want whatever but they don't want that that's where you go. It's and that's, so it's the perfect place to go with my friends because I'm the only vegan. Everyone's happy. Everyone and is happy. Also, it's very hard to get a reservation there. So I recommend just going to the bar and there's little bar top tables. Mm-hmm. Just it's, it's worth even a cocktail just to hang out and do all the things. At Sugar Top, you guys have cocktails. We do. Yeah. We have an amazing cocktail menu. Woo! So we have, we're famous for our margaritas we yes. have like passion fruit, um, but we're, what we're also doing is creating our own. It's like a tequila seltzer. It's going to be canned. It's coming out very soon. It's called Azucar, which means sugar in Spanish. And it's uh, it's only 5% alcohol. So it's like, it's cool. It's like a white claw, you know, as far as like the alcohol volume. Yeah. It won't be stage five blackout after like two of them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's great for like summer, for the beach. It's lightly carbonated. It's made with like... 100% blue agave tequila, real fruit juices. So we're doing, we're starting out with our traditional, which is lime flavor. And then we're going to do a passion fruit and we're doing a spicy. Oh so we'll gosh. do those three at first, which are our top selling ones at the restaurant. Okay. And, uh, and then, you know, we'll move on to more flavors. Maybe you can do a Jacqueline Marfuji margarita flavor. Oh my God. I would love that. <laughs> so it'll be like an Aperol margarita. <laughs> oh, that's so interesting. Right? With like a Prosecco floater. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love it. I love all of these suggestions. And one last thing, Jamie, we're not done. Um, do you have any funny or weird, awkward moments? Let me drink happened? before I answer this. <laughs> yes. I love it, guys. <laughs> we're getting the scoop. What I- has happened to you at a restaurant that makes you blush? Okay, it's very, very hard to embarrass me. I used to be in something called a dare club. 
with my <laughs> former best friend, Chriselle, if you watch Selling Sunset. Stop. I didn't so, know she was your former best friend. Yeah. We have matching tattoos. Of what? Which was also a dare. Of course. Um, What's the tattoo? Well, be- since it was a dare, we're, we are digressing here. Are you, okay. I don't care. I'll get into this yeah. real quick. So we were both like co-presidents of this club that we made up when we were living in New York City. Okay. Because we would always be out at these events and we were like the fun girls, but everyone was yeah. so stuffy and boring and in the industry. And we were just like, let's have fun. Like whenever we have to go to like these Emmy after party things. <laughs> you poor things. Just gallivanting around NYC, having to go to Emmy after parties. It was awful. No. <laughs> Sounds terrible. And being probably very hot. Ugh. Anyway. So we, there were... There were situations where, like, you know, Mr. Big would be there. Chris Snow. Chris Smith. Yeah. yeah. And, I like, feel like you're not in NYC if you don't have a Chris Snow uh, sighting. Okay. I mean, <laughs> yes. So he, we've, he's in our dare club, basically. Well, actually, no. He's not in the club. He was part of a dare for the club. Oh, okay. So she, one of her... And I, I'm digressing again. I okay. always go off on tangents. I'm so sorry. I'm here for I'll it. tell you this one, and then I'll tell you the tattoo one. So I dared her to go up to him and be like oh my gosh you really are mr big and like look down at his area and then straighten up his tie and she fucking did it i believe it she did it yeah but another time we're sitting at this uh it was an upper west side bar called prohibition it was owned if you are an all my children fan it was owned by alicia can't get her last name right it's minsky or minsky anyway she was on she was on all my children forever curly hair so her and her husband owned this bar prohibition so we would always go to it and they would do like they had 80s cover bands super fun so i feel like i've been there if you i don't even know if it's oh, still I'm there bathtub gin i'm sorry okay <laughs> just kidding it's somewhere on the upper west side i don't honestly it's been over 10 years so i don't even know if it's still there it probably it's i hope it's still there i hope it if is. it's still there I'm, I'm gonna free, i'm gonna go you. to it if it's still there yeah let's go yes we need to i have a east coast trip coming up next month i need to go really bad i, I found that there's a vegan italian deli i have that's literally in my notes galliotto yes oh my gosh i can't believe i didn't ask you about it i it haven't been phenomenal they, you posted it they have rainbow cookies they have every they have calamari Dalamad. They, oh, yes. they have everything that i have been missing <laughs> not only missing because i live in california but yeah. now missing even more because i'm vegan oh let me get back to the tattoo story yeah, real tattoo, quick tattoo, and then we'll sorry. go okay. i will put a pin in it <laughs> i'm the worst i'm the not. worst I'll get by the way i'm worry. toggling caffeine we're doing so you guys the lineup <laughs> we have right now for the listeners not watching we have celsius for energy we have rose and then we just have regular boring water it is what it is here we go this is what we've got tattoo going on. story tattoo story so it was probably around 3 a.m because as you know new york is open all night it never sleeps it's, it should be called something like the city right? that never sleeps. Like I wonder, idea. You're, you're just coming up with the best idea. Wow. <laughs> so she turns to me, Chriselle, and she goes, I dare you to get a kamikaze tattoo. And I remember I was sitting down. I look at her. I'm like, what is that? And she goes, I want you to blindfold yourself and pick a tattoo off the wall and get it. And I was like, I don't have one tattoo on my body. And my first one is going to be that. I was like, there's nothing that I've ever found that important to put on me forever. Absolutely. And then she's like, but I dare you to. 
And I'm like, like, we had to, if we're dared, we have to do it. So I said, fine, I dare you too. And she said, fine. So we call a cab. We go to the West Village. We found a tattoo shop that was open. It was 4 a.m. at this point. Oh, my God. And I blindfolded myself, and I picked something off the wall. And it was a skull with cornrows with the Confederate flag. (laughs) Sorry if that hurt anyone's ears. I was like, no. Absolutely not. (laughs) That is not going on my body, right? No. So we're like, okay best of two so then she goes she blindfolds herself and she picked this like it was like a cherry bomb which i don't know it was like a cherry but it was a bomb i don't know what the significance was we're like nope best of three best of three three times a charm yes so i pick and it was the symbol for a sagittarius which neither she nor i am oh of course but it was well, super then. cute because the sagittarius sign is a centaur i don't know is it centaur or centaur Cent- I don't know I've heard both. Okay. <laughs> Which is half horse, half human. Yeah. But it was a cute version. It was like this little girl with a ponytail and she has like a horse body and it's an arrow shooting at a crescent moon. So okay. that's what we both have on our hips. So after we finish the tattoo, she then says to me, you have to put the initials KT underneath that stand for kamikaze tattoo. So you can't ever say that you got a Sagittarius for anything other than this. Oh, where does Chriselle have a tattoo <laughs> rule book somewhere? Like, she was just what? making this shit up on the spot. Okay, that's fun. And I was in so much, like your hip bone. I don't know if you have a tattoo there. I have no tattoos. Oh my God. We need to talk, but. Yeah, I've not. Uh, I have a cigarette tag that my best friend and I both have from a Jersey. Oh, cute. Like the first time we got drunk in Jersey, we both had boys burn our arms with cigarettes don't do that if you're listening but that's the closest thing a tag you're like it's a jersey you're like what's his name pete with the branding (laughs) (laughs) you've been branded by your first boyfriend just kim speaking of first boyfriends because i like because she's gonna do my podcast next and i like to see our mutuals because it can make fun and conversation my first boyfriend from fourth grade in new jersey is following you oh my god who is it tommy lapiccolo Well, that's funny. I have a history with a lot of Tommy's. I married one. Um, don't worry. We, have, we are no, not I'm Eskimo sh- sisters. I'm going to assume he probably, you probably had a show somewhere in, in Jersey. He yes. probably went to it, loved you, and followed you. Oh my you. God, I love it. Thanks for the follow, Tommy. Hi, Piccolo. Tommy. Hi, Tommy. <laughs> I thought you were going to say someone else, and I was like, oh my God. Oh, no, no, no. Someone Tommy. like you would have known. Okay, no. Uh, no with no. a vowel at the end of his last name, too, so... It, of course. It is what it is. Of course. Wow. So you have a matching with your f- tattoo with former Chriselle best Yeah, friend. but we're not friends anymore. You're not friends anymore. We're not. Can you give us like an elevator pitch as to like what happened or you just had a falling out? Ugh. Selling Sunset was just too triggering. <laughs> it was, I mean, I know you're leaving the real estate industry. I'm leaving it. Yes. Right now. So. Yeah. I was in real estate before her. Oh, got it. Yeah. Um, And, but no, our falling out had nothing to do with real estate. It got was it. just... It was so stupid, guys. It was like, and it's one of the things that like still haunt me. Like, I I do hope one day we can make up. I saw her a couple years ago at Brittany Cartwright's birthday party. Oh, I love Brittany. And it was an unfortunate time to see her because I was wasted. I have a wasted Chriselle story, so. Oh. Yeah. Well, we'll have to get into that, too. We'll get into that on your podcast. Okay, cool. (laughs) Um, So listen to Jamie all over for that. Follow us over there, yeah, and listen to that story. I can't wait to hear that. But no, our falling out was just, um, she, 
she act okay she just did something that i was like hey that's out of character for you like i've known you from like the beginning i know like your roots like this isn't you it's when she was with justin yeah and i think that may have contributed to like her thinking that she needed to act a certain way totally and i think as a friend if you know if someone's acting out of character it's a good thing to like point that out rather than being like a yes person and be like no you like act however you want like that's cool like i won't do that so i called her out on something and she didn't like it and we never spoke again it is what it is it happens it happens there's two sides to every story i say there's three sides to every story okay (laughs) true 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 so i i hold nothing against her i i'm so proud of her for everything she's accomplished and achieved and it's like it still warms my heart to like see all of her accomplishments because she was my best friend for like 10 years. Oh, it was a long course. time. Friendship breakups, I feel like are so hard to rebound from, like almost harder than actual I mean, relationships. I was like, I didn't realize that so much, but I almost have like trust issues because of it because I'm yeah. just, I, Sheena and I had a little thing for like, we're good now. You talked about it on Jamie all over, right? I don't think I, we didn't really bring know. it up. No, I oh, said, okay. I said she was my first guest Yeah, and we're so good. She's still my best friend, but like we did have a little situation happen and which was rare for us. And like, we, we never like have situations, but like we've worked through it, which was amazing. And that's credit to her, but that's normal. But that's normal. For people, you can't have a healthy relationship with someone. If you guys don't have fights, if you don't have stuff, you butt heads on. Yeah, totally. And when I was going through that, I think it affected me so much more because of the Chriselle thing. Cause it's like, am I losing another best friend? Who yeah. is someone just going to drop me? And it was like, not to get deep or anything, please. but it triggered me in a way where I was like, oh, maybe like I was like feeling disposable from that situation with Chriselle oh, yeah. for a best friend to just drop me after 10 years over something that I think is just that could have easily been worked out. So to me, it's like, well, I guess I didn't mean that much to you. And so that stays with me. And it's like, I didn't really like, because it's a friend thing, like you don't really take that seriously when you're thinking like oh this can affect me in a way that like maybe like a relationship would you know like we're so quick to be like oh yeah my ex-boyfriend fucked me up but who's saying like oh my ex-best friend fucked me up you know i've said it have you oh yes (laughs) no but i mean i want to let you know it it's definitely happened to me where i've had falling outs with people from like high school that i think right now still affect relationships i have where I feel like everyone's always mad at me or, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just, I am like so thick as thieves with my friends now because I, I, I don't know. I'm a girl's girl mm-hmm. and I love having like tight bonds with females. So like, it's devastating to me yeah. if I have like issues or falling out. So girl. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. And you just hit on one thing also, which was like, I'm thinking everyone's mad at me. Mm-hmm. I've never had that anxiety before. Mm-hmm. And then after that happens, you're just like, you're so uncertain about how someone else someone else might be feeling towards you. Mm-hmm. And now I do have that anxiety where like, I'm like, wait, they didn't text me back. Are they mad at me? And it, like, I never had that before, you oh, know? God, well, you have We're to working know. through it. We're figuring Hot it out. Hot tip here. <laughs> this is something I had to learn because I always think someone's mad at me. I don't know if it's Catholic guilt. I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. but it's literally never about you. 
And yeah. if someone's mad at me, they can let me know they're mad at me. And yeah. that's how I have to lead my life because I will go insane. I will be so upset and I'll be walking on eggshells and I won't mm-hmm. be like acting like my authentic self if I think everyone's mad at me all the time. So if you're mad at me or Jamie or anyone, <laughs> let them know. Be an let adult. Know. Let's talk. Yeah. Let's talk about and, it. And don't talk behind your back. Absolutely not. No, we can't do that. One did you, things- wait, did you lose your Jersey accent on purpose? I honestly. Or did you it, never have one? I think I never had one because mm-hmm. I grew up in New Jersey, but then when I was seven, six or seven, we moved to California. Oh, I didn't know this. Moved to California. We lived in Palos Verdes for, okay. I want to, I think it was almost two years. And then moved back to New Jersey and moved to Princeton. So I grew up in North Jersey where I feel like the accents are stronger. Yes. And then moved to LA and then moved to Princeton where like there's no accent. Waspy. Yeah. Princeton University. And we all (laughs) spoke very eloquently. And so, yeah, I never had that accent. But when I get passionate about stuff, Mm -hmm. my hands and my accent come out a lot. Yes. Oh, okay. You asked me embarrassing moments at restaurants. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to bring it back to that because you talked about the hands. Well, it reminded (laughs) me of like countless times at restaurants because I do talk with my hands knocking over wine glasses oh on gosh. dates i i do a joke about that on stage do you yeah i'm like have you ever been at a party mid-story and accidentally like knocked a cat off of a counter all the time. <laughs> like it happens all the time i'm actually it's something that because i my mom does it and i see her doing it so much more than i do and so seeing someone else do it it makes me more aware and i'm just like i'm not gonna do that so like i really feel like i've pulled back a lot on it same thing with my accent i didn't think i had a strong Jersey accent. Yeah. It's so weird. There's like these pockets of Jersey where it's like the next town over will have a strong accent or like, and then you won't. But like, what's also bizarre is like my brother, my middle brother has an accent and I don't same thing happened with my dad and his brother, his younger brother has the accent and he doesn't, which is so bizarre. Cause then it's like not your town. Maybe it's like the people you're hanging out with. Yeah, Maybe it's who you're around. Yeah. I also pick up, like, I remember in high school, like wanting to talk like Britney Spears, so I had like a fake Southern accent. <laughs> like, That's cute. I'd be like, oh y'all, like so dumb. That's hilarious. Like, why would anyone do that? Like that's a sociopath. Well, right from hanging out with Chriselle, she had her Kentucky accent comes out when she drinks. So we, she and I had a lot of moments of drinking together, <laughs> oh which it rubbed off on me. So anytime I drink, I go into a Southern accent, which is very bizarre. I love it. No, I and when I like drink too, like I'll, I want to be like a sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I either go super Jersey or like do the Britney. It's so, did you notice St. Britney? She's <gasps> blessing us right now. Oh my God. <laughs> my Britney candles. My friend Behind Brett us. would love that. Brett had a Britney themed birthday party. I was, oops, I did it again. Brittany. Oh, I saw pictures. You were stunning and Thanks. phenomenal. I love it. Love it. Love it. I need to get, where do you get these candles? Um, I actually had my former meatballs listeners actually sent them to me from <gasps> what's your Jersey. We should, we, I feel like we need to show it to the camera. I know we should. Here, look at there. Oh, Brittany. Yay. Um, I also want to know what you guys want to be called listening. Um, I called the What's Your Jersey podcast listeners meatballs. Do you guys want to be meatballs? Do you want to be something else? Right now, you're just friends. Let us know. <laughs> Um, oh my gosh. How do you, oh, you? how do you say friends in Italian? It's not a meat. It's paisan. Paisans. Paisans. Oh my gosh. I love that. Paisans. <laughs> Ciao paisans. Oh my, Jamie, I feel like I need to pay you for that. Like, um, I can't even come up with one for my own show. Ciao, but... paisans. That's it. There you go. That is 
Wow. I even have a shirt in that Lara Pezza, who was an OG meatball, gave me. It's the Friends logo, and it says Paisans. <gasps> Merch. <laughs> Jamie, you're really good at this. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. I feel like I want to talk to you so much more, I but we have to do Jamie all over. Um, we do. There I was... still didn't give you my embarrassing story. Oh, my gosh. Give it to us. Do it. Okay. There's so many, but since I think we're running out of time, I'll just give you one, which okay. is probably the most embarrassing because I think the whole point of me saying this like prefacing the story was saying I don't really get embarrassed that often because I'm I was in that dare club and I'm used to it <laughs> so there was really one situation that did kind of make me feel like I wanted to like hide oh which was I was at I think it's called Takami it's a sushi restaurant Takami. in downtown it's like on one of the top floors of like this high rise mm-hmm. I think it's co-owned by Rob Deerdeck I think he's one of the owners okay do you know who he is no. from Robin Big <gasps> yes we yes. love him he's he now hosts ridiculousness yeah I was obsessed with Rob. I used to always watch Robin Big. Like, I think he's hilarious. Uh-huh. And he's become a great businessman. So anyway, I see him eating. I'm eating there and I see him eating there. So I asked the server to send him over some shots from me. <sighs> and he declined them. <gasps> oh, and I was like, that's really like, I don't know if maybe he doesn't drink or maybe he didn't want to accept something from like a you know a customer and then have to come thank me and maybe he didn't want to come thank somebody or I don't know but it was just really fucking embarrassing <laughs> I was turned down by Rob Deerdeck I know um, he's married it was nothing about that no, you just but I just love him and I you know Jamie I'm gonna take your Rob Deerdeck and I'm gonna raise you a Steven Tyler okay <laughs> Let's hear it. Yes. I was at Sunset Marquee, bar 1200. I was throwing my really good friend, Ty Chase, a birthday party there. Okay. And I had worked at Sunset Marquee for years. And my manager and the whole staff knew I was obsessed with Steven Tyler. My, our wedding song that we danced to was Walk This Way. I, like, I know this because oh. I stalked her. Because oh she's whenever I have guests on my show, I stalk oh them. Oh, my God. Yay. <laughs> Love it. Um, and... The thing was, there's a recording studio in the basement of Sunset Marquee Hotel for anyone that doesn't live in LA and doesn't know. And Aerosmith and Steven Tyler would always be there. And I had worked there for years. And I was like the only one who didn't have a Steven Tyler story. Okay. So it was Ty's birthday. We're throwing the party. My manager just comes and gets me. And I'm like off duty. I'm drinking. I'm partying, whatever. And he's like, Steven Tyler's about to walk through the lobby. It's your birthday, Jacqueline. And I was like, <laughs> okay, knitted. <laughs> like, I literally just like stopped. And I was like, Steven, do you want a shot of Jack Daniels? <laughs> and he just looked at me and he was like, I'm sober, baby. I'm good. <laughs> and I looked and I had gotten Ty this red velvet cupcake tower. And so I went, well, I'll have a cupcake instead. And like handed him the cupcake. I'm not going to lie. This was the hottest moment of my life. He took the cupcake, just took the biggest bite out of it and gave me that Steven Tyler smile. Oh, my like, God. You, you have your story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not embarrassing. Yeah, no, but it was, he turned down my You were not. <laughs> For like, good reason, he's sober, and then he ate your cupcake. Oh, that, that's <laughs> dirty. I love it. I love it so much. Um, what I also love about you is that I feel like you have to listen to Jamie all over because you give such good advice on your podcast. Thanks. Especially listen to one of the most recent episodes. You gave, like, I think it was 10 things that, like, we shouldn't, I don't know, shame. To or, normalize, kind to of. normalize. Or talk about more in society and one of the things i think this was the episode with Lindsay pelas is that how you yeah, say her pa- last name? Pelos. Pelos. another sugar talk 
Taco co-owner. Ah, uh, what up, Lindsay? Hi, Lindsay. Uh, you guys. You have should have to... her on. I would love to. Yeah. yeah. Or both of you at the same time. That would be fun. Anytime. Um, one of the things you said that resonated with me so much was when things don't work out, they're really working out for you. Yes. And I feel like that's just so important to listen to because all of us have so many ups and downs in life. And I think that's right. When you look back on the shit that, that didn't happen, it was her reason. Every single thing I can look back on and be like, thank God that guy didn't work out. Or thank God like that job didn't work out because I got something so much better. Or like, thank God, like, you know, anything, you know? And it's just like, you're being pushed always in the right direction. I feel like the universe always has your back if you're open to those sorts yeah. of things and you ask and you for what you want and you're, you know, open to it. And um every like so if anything like doesn't go my way now, I just kind of have that confidence where I'm just like something better is coming. Oh my gosh, I love that. Um tips are appreciated here at where should we eat? So I want to know, um do you have any hot tips? Or have, you've already dropped so many. Have I? <laughs> I feel like, no, we've learned so much. But do you have any um, hot tips for the trust the tip segment? Love it. Um, I do. I, ha- I have a lot. And one that I always go back to is not my own. It's by Dale Carnegie. And he wrote a book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Ugh. And it was written back, I think, in the 30s. And I actually just recommended this book recently to Jade Nicole the hills oh yeah you know her so she's the co uh she's the founder of sugar taco Mm -hmm. so she and i are constantly in contact and she's like do you have any books to recommend and i said i recommend how to win friends and influence people and then i was like it was written back in the 30s she's like well is it still you know significant now and i'm like absolutely believe it or not it is and what i was telling her is um something that he says in the book is seek to understand in order to be understood And I feel like that is so important, especially now in our whole political climate and everyone is so divided. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, you know, we all have common ground. And as long as you put in that sincere effort to get to understand someone else's point of view, they're going to be so much more receptive to than hearing yours. And you can actually have a conversation that leads to like productive results as opposed to just insulting each other and thinking this person is a terrible person because they don't believe what you believe. Um, I feel like the entire Real Housewives army of people should listen to your advice right now. It's all about, no, you did this wrong. No, you're wrong because of this. And you're wrong because I was like, just all of Bravo. Yeah. I love you, Bravo. All of Bravo, read the book. <laughs> Maybe not, though, because then we wouldn't get good TV. If they were all of Bravo, each other. completely ignore that last suggestion. Just Keep doing what you're doing. You guys are killing it. Um, <laughs> love it. Well, that was so amazing. Your tip was greatly appreciated. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I definitely want to go eat out with you at sugar taco yes honestly i wanted to bring you our churro donuts it's okay and i was running late because i was driving up from umsi and there was traffic but yes i want to get you the donuts i want to get you the tacos all of it i love it and there's so much more i want to talk to you about your transitioning careers you're doing so many things but we'll have to have you back on to talk about that i would love to anytime yes i love it um tell the paisans where they can find you listen to your podcast all the things pimp yourself out well, I don't really 
<laughs> I don't have social media except for Instagram, yeah. um, which is at Jamie Lynn two four and it's J A M I E L Y N N E two four. Not like the Jamie Lynn that we all know and love meadow. Oh she doesn't have an E at the end of her name. Quick, funny story. I used to be friends with Rob Eiler, <gasps> AJ, oh, AJ. And he used to always send me texts that were meant for the other Jamie Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> Any and, good ones that come to mind? No, they weren't good. They were just always like, we're meeting here at this place or doing this. And it was just like plans. And I'm like, wrong Jamie Lynn. And mine is with an E at the end. So anyway, it's Jamie Lynn 24. And then my podcast is uh, at uh, Jamie All Over Podcast. And that's it. I'm really not on any other social. No, I love it. I love but that check out the podcast that just went on. It was like, burr, 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 burr. I think you should leave it. Uh, I've left sirens in before. And my guest, Ryan Bailey, who was another mutual of ours, oh, yeah, he, it was on his interview and there was a siren. He's like, just leave it. It's so gritty. We love it. Yeah. Like, it's okay. like we're in NYC. Yeah. I love it too. Our roots. I know. We've had dump trucks, sirens, like door slamming. We've had all the things and I'm here for it. Leave it. I am here for you. Grazie, Jamie. Pray go. Oh, look at that. I love you for being on. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Listen to Jamie all over. Also, please, please, please subscribe and tell your friends or your paisans about where should we eat. Thank you, thank you, grazie for listening. I'm Jacqueline Marfuji. And um, I used to say we'll catch you on the flip side, but now I'm just going to say ciao. 